Hello, hello, hello out there. How are you guys? I hope everything is going wonderful in your world. Welcome to episode 33 of the Imperfectly Perfect podcast with your host, me, the very favorite friend of all, Agent K. I know I sound a little chipper today, and I am kind of chipper because it is 2003, um, wonderful 2003, even though for some people it might not be starting out in the best of lights. But let's talk. I mean, let's really, really talk. So I want to talk about the show Velma. And I'm going to say this might be some controversial to some people. And I don't really do television reviews or or anything like that. I usually, in the beginning of this podcast, I usually took one show and talk about the implications of that show to society. And I think we can do that once again, looking at Joe Velma, because are really, really pissed off about the show. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out why, because I actually do like the show. And it's very rare that I'll sit down there and say, okay, I like this show. I like the way it's doing and everything. And the funny thing about it is I am a huge Scooby-Doo fan. I remember watching Scooby-Doo as a little kid after school on Channel 5. And I probably have seen almost every Scooby-Doo movie and show out there. That's how big of a fan I am of Scooby-Doo. And Velma, though it is a controversial take on the mythos of Scooby-Doo, I actually kind of like it. Why do I like it? We're looking at not only representation across the board of everybody and every nationality, you know, it also takes a funny turn in the show. And the show actually kind of reminds me of when you pull back the curtain of somebody and you basically see the real them. So take it in that lens. We all project an outside person. I call it the Russian doll. And of everything, I have a Russian doll. And we all have a Russian doll. We have the shell that protects whatever is on the inside and what we want to portray. I have often had this shell, and I have named the shell, and I have named my inner self. And I will not lie, there are several layers between the outer shell and the inner shell to get to the real me. And I have been told numerous times by people that I don't share myself enough. And there is a reason behind that because once I share, I'm letting you in. And if you hurt me, I'm climbing right back up. I think a lot of people say it's the cancer in me, but not true. It's just how I have protected myself. And I think a lot of people has this Russian doll thing. So my outer shell is called Keisha. 
Keisha is the protector. Keisha is the professional. Keisha is the one who takes care of everything because she was one who was brought up to be responsible for everybody in the household. And the inner shell is Key. Key is the person who is very sensitive, very vulnerable. And if she was to let you into her life, she wants you to stay forever. She doesn't want to do that whole, oh, we'll stay for a little bit and then disappear and blah, blah, blah. Because of Keisha's overprotectiveness, Key can relax. She's able to just be. But the other side of that is that Keisha is overly protective. And she doesn't like, she's, the best way I can say this is once she's hurt once, you hurt her once, you are on her shit list for the rest of your life or the rest of her life until death do you guys part, I guess. So how does this reflect to Velma? So Velma is shedding a light in my eyes, and this is my opinion, and I know I might get some people who argue with me in my comments, and I welcome it. She is, we're showing what is inside the characters that make them who they are. Now this is, obviously like an Elseworlds type of show. We are Elseworlds. So we're not in the main mythos of what is basically Scooby-Doo. So we get to see the inner workings outside of the protective shell. So we've always had the protective shell. Velma was the smart one, but she never got a chance to fall in love. Until we found out that she was gay. And all of a sudden, you know, she she is a well-rounded character. Which, I'm not going to front, I'm loving. Then you have Daphne, who is quote-unquote the perfect one. But she's really not that perfect. Because she got her own little mental struggles that she's dealing with to keep up that perfection. And let's not forget about Fred, who <laughs> hasn't matured yet. And I'm not taking the fact that the man has a small, well, the young man has a small penis, but I'm more taking in the fact he hasn't matured yet. If you take that as a real thing, even men with who have matured anatomically have not matured yet. So... You know, you don't take things literal because this is an act of fiction. I like Velma because she is not only showing that she is smart, but she also has self-doubt in herself. She also has all these things that's going on in her life. And guess what? We are the same way. We all have these issues. We all have these concerns. So may I? So my question to you guys is, why hate on a show because it's not like you remember it as a child. Let's be real here. Velma is a characterization of what it would be like if Velma and the gang was in 
2023? What kind of issues would they have? Because the original Velma, the original Scooby-Doo gang, even though they chased down ghosts, they looked perfect in their perfect little world where nothing really hurts them. They never felt pain. They never felt any of those things that you and I feel every day. You see them laughing. You see them happy. You see them exploring. You see them solving. Those are their four main purposes on the original Scooby-Doo shows. Oh, yeah, and you got the hunger and the fright, but I think hunger and fright goes hand in hand. But in this show, you are taking like a real take on what these characters could be in 2023 with everything that's going on. So why hate on it? Because it's not the Scooby-Doo gang that you remember as a child? Or is it because Velma is South Asian? I don't want to go in the race car, but that's ridiculous. Or is it because Velma is not the one-note character that you remember? I have watched the evolution of these characters all these shows throughout my whole life. And I can say this. I am very pleased with the show. It's just another turn in the show that was needed in the history of our friends in Scooby-Doo world. So what does that say about us as a society? That we cannot accept change of a person. This is a, this is a discussion that I often have with myself. Because it's hard to accept change of people. It's hard to accept that people do change. So if you take Scooby-Doo, if you take the show Velma in consideration, guess what, boys and girls? She's showing that she can change. He's showing that she can adapt. And if it's not the way you like to adapt, that's fine. You are entitled to your opinion. But we all change. We all adapt. And guess what? Maybe it's your time to adapt your change and adapt the way you think and the way you function on this stuff. We're asking you to just basically open your mind to possibility. You do it every day. When you're working on projects, meeting new people, falling in love, why can't you do that for Velma? Okay, I think I I should get off my soapbox and off my rant over the show. But make your decision. If you're just listening to me and saying, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about, and you've never seen the show, I, I strongly advise you to take some time and watch the episode. You will see it's still hitting the same beats that the original show does, but it also hits different beats to adapt it to 2023. That's all I have to say. I hope you all have a pleasant day. Thank you for listening. Be blessed out there.